we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama. Solid conservative, just plain right. Covering some ground across the northern half of the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about from way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, all thrown in just for good measure. All right, we're going to one of my favorite new moments on the show. All right, two of my favorite people, Boomer and McQueen are in studio right now. Of course, Boomer's always in studio, but um, we do this segment now, Boomer McQueen, where I, I just sort of find out what the perspectives are from these two folks who I, I greatly respect, but they also come from the generation right behind mine. And I want to, I want to know what their generation's thinking or what they're thinking. And so we just, we just, we just see where it goes. And sometimes it goes places, man. I'm just telling you. Boomer, you still got the whoop whoop soundtrack right now. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. The, the call has been made now. Um, McQueen, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. All hail the queen. We're glad you're here. Um, the, uh, all right. So let me do this. The first question. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? Boomer, you ready? Oh, I'm, I'm so ready. Okay. All right. Here's, I, I don't care who goes first. So what's the biggest culture battle of your generation. I mean, like there's like culture battles on abortion. There's culture battles on gender fluidity. There's snowflakes needing trigger warnings all the time. There's what's the biggest culture battle in your perspective for your generation? What, what do you think? Who's first? I, I'm going to go first because oh, we were just talking about it. So I'm going to jump in. Snowflakes, 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 people that just are so sensitive <laughs> Now, I don't know if this is for my generation. Maybe I'm just talking for myself right now. Yeah. Um, but snowflakes that are sensitive. And then also, like, people that are, like, dependent on the government right now. Oh, so you're, you're okay. You, is that the same thing? Is that a snowflake who's dependent on the government? Yeah, or are you saying that? Some of them that go hand in hand, that they're just, they're on the top of my list. All right. So a snowflake, let's, let's define that then. Is a snowflake, is that like a person then that, uh, that uh, gets triggered too easily and needs a cry room and they don't know what to do with hard times. Yeah, like the people, you know, in school that need a boohoo basement that need to go away <laughs> and talk for a little bit. And, and they're, I mean, their feelings are hurt just so easily. I, I mean, you blame the participation trophy. I oh, don't yeah. like the participation uh -huh. trophy at all. Like, Oh man, I got into trouble because I almost made my son give a give a medal back because it was a participation. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I just, I mean, this the generation that everybody's a winner. Uh, I mean, you need to you need to learn to lose. You need to learn to lose. Losing's a big part of life, and and it's a great learning experience. I, I don't know if it was this, if it was so, in y'all's time frame or not, but when I was a kid, every Saturday you had the wide world of sports came on TV. It always talked about the thrill of victory and the mm -hmm. agony of defeat. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember that, we yeah. We don't talk about defeat anymore. No, we talk about everybody's winning. So good. Good job. And All right. I agree. Uh. And you said it's look good. So it's just a too? great no, but just it's a great <laughs> life lesson. It's so important because like I feel like that's why people can't handle situations and you know you have just so much depression well, and suicide and so many things that stem from I think not being able to handle defeat and losing. And absolutely, like even in the workplace nowadays, people expect times it, when they get in trouble for doing something wrong, which is should be normal. Yeah. Do it right, figure it out. They curl up oh remember that guy that did something wrong at the starbucks and was curled up in the we talked about it it was a barista that did uh, i don't know maybe he was he was gender 
maybe that's the gender guy that was uh, curled up in the back room. We talked about him. And oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was so talking hard. about his gender. Uh, I had but, to work four extra hours. So yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, that was awful. All right. Uh, so we switch gears. Sorry. All right. You, you, you calm down. No you come down. I know she probably hasn't fired even answered up about yet, that. So. No, I haven't. And I had, I, you had totally different responses. So than what's I did. yours, McQueen? Okay, we settled. Right. What yeah, is, settled. in your opinion, the cultural battle of your generation? Okay, I'm gonna go with just all the gender fluidity and oh, wow. transgender, you know, rights and all those sort. Just everything kind of. I'm gonna wrap everything up in that. Really? Mm. Okay. So yeah. How, so, so that's in, 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 okay. Then let me ask you this: Is that relate to the snowflake thing? Like it's people who've never been told no, so now they do mm-hmm. whatever they want. Is that is that tied together? Well, I think it could be, and I think a lot of it, you know, I, I feel like now, it, like people just act like based on feelings now. You know, it used to be like you couldn't, you had to sit with it or wrestle with it, or you know, at a certain age you can act on it or whatever. But now it's just like, I feel this way and I'm going to do this. I identify as a cat, so I'm going to use a litter box. I mean, that's just like what <laughs> yes. people do now. A fluffy, is that what they're called? Fl- furries. Furries. Furries, yeah. Oh, Lordy. Um, so I, but like the reason I think that is it, it's not just like someone says, oh, I feel like this or I identify like this and it affects them. No, because yeah. it goes so much further than that. And now all of a sudden that's what's, you know, why you see these, drag you know drag shows that children are at and i saw the most horrible things on social media just like the last two days that i mean it was every bit of disgusting horrid thing i could it was just horrible and it all had to do with kids but it all started i feel like from from this because how someone identifies is now being portrayed or it's they're pursuing their own truth and that's just so important have your own truth your yeah. own truth and so I don't know. I just think that that it's it doesn't just stop there. It's extending everywhere, and it's going into you know affecting our our kids and grown men being able to use girls' bathrooms because they're you know they're transgender. And well, now that's being pushed on us. Well, that that's exactly right. It's being pushed not only on us it's but our, our kids. Well, that's this what is I'm true. saying. Is yeah. it's like it would be one thing if someone said I identify as this, I want to do this, and done. That's you. You do you. Like th- that's okay, but it's extending over on our children and in our schools, and that's what they're being exposed to at very early ages. Okay, so then I guess I'll wrap this segment up then by asking: All right, you say that's the biggest cultural battles, snowflakes on the one, <laughs> gender fluidity for the other. But all right, so if that's a cultural battle, what is it doing to the generation that you're in? Is it? I mean, and by the way, it's I, making I, us I, weak. I, hang on a second. Oh, sorry. I, okay. <laughs> what I was about to say was. I want to make sure that we take note of the fact that y'all are in that generation. And in my opinion, there's a lot of folks like you that don't agree with the things that you just said are, are, mm-hmm. are, are, are big issues. I mean, they don't agree with snowflakes. They don't agree with gender fluidity. But there are a bunch that do. So what is the outcome for your generation? Boomer, you said what? You said a moment ago. I, I just said it's making us weak right now. Yeah. I mean, you see it. You see it. What we just talked about in, in the military. There the DEI stuff. They're they're trying to get these people in that may not be the best at what they do, and now it's just making our military weaker in those areas. And uh, I mean, but that's in schools. That's in uh, healthcare. That's in there. There's so many different things. That's I mean. Okay. What, yeah. what what about you? Gender fluidity. What's it doing to your generation? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's creating both both a tolerance and intolerance that are completely unhealthy. Like it's making us like tolerant and accepting things and therefore like agreeing with it and it's making this 
the truth and lie uh, line, it's getting very, you know, very hazy when it's because it just we're so accepting of all these things because I think we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, you know, or like looked at a certain way. And then at at the same time, I feel like it's. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's like a tolerance and an intolerance. It's both. And it's just turning, it kind of creates that hate instead of like, we can still love people even if they're doing something that we don't agree with or we think is wrong. I I heard somebody say, uh, and I thought this was a great point, that what y'all both just described are what we would have to call first world problems. Because in the third world and the second world, parts Mm -hmm. of our, our earth... People don't think about these oh, things as much so because it's not important. Right. And and when you're a first world country, you've got you're so spoiled, you've got so much so many assets, so many resources that you can stop and focus on things that don't matter, like I think I feel like a girl today. You know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. You're right. That, it's like really petty when you take a step back and look at it. Mm. I mean right. what we're fighting about. And that's like you're the right side way yesterday, talking about that person in Oh, where was it? In Toppy. Yeah. The Toppy and then also uh we're praying for you. No, we're praying for you That's because right. of because you got it too easy. You have it too easy. You listen to my monologues. I do listen to your <laughs> monologues. <laughs> All right, tell you what, we got about three minutes left before we go to break, so I'm switching gears. All right, okay. totally new question. Okay. All right. Uh, who went first last time? Boomer, I you did. did. So I McQueen, jumped in. You're first. No, I was good. <laughs> so, uh, how do you figure out who to vote for? How? Do, how what, what do you do to figure out who to vote for? That's a good at one. any level. At any level, okay. Well, just let me say in in the past or the way I was – not the way I was raised, but I used to just think like I voted party. That's just kind of what I thought I was supposed to do. Yeah. And then I was like – that's not – not that I was taught that. I just felt like – I don't know. That's kind of how I – just what I thought. Um, then I was like, no, like I, it really needs to be based on what their policies are, who the people are, like what their what their ideas are, what their you know future plans are, and like then – you know, and that, that's how I'm going to choose. Well – I think that the way that, you know, as divided and as we are now, like just Democrat, Republican, whatever, it's like it, it's not just saying, oh, there's one way to do it. And this is the second way to do it. We all have the same end goal. I feel like that's kind of a little bit uh, different goals, a little different these days. Yeah. So. So I, I as much as I don't like to say I only po- vote uh party that's i do um but i do but also i think i used to also not know how important it was to vote or to to vote and to know um what was going on locally but it's like locally that's where that's where it all starts you know county and state and that's what's going to influence the big picture so um just doing thorough research um but i yeah i just i think that like over time like when i first was able to vote versus now my my outlook on it was is completely different. How do you figure out, Boomer? How do you figure out who you're going to vote for? What do you what do you, what do you do? Well, oh, I forgot to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now it's after learning so much, even just being on this show, I now know the importance and will start looking local. Yeah, because local is really what's going to affect us. Yes, nationally is going to uh, affect us as well. Sure, as well. But I mean. Wow, just learning so much about the local, the the local. Uh, I'm sorry, like I'm losing. Yeah, all the school board. Yeah, the school board that I mean, that's what matters right mm-hmm. now. And then, and then when it comes around to it as well, the national, I will, I will jump in. Well, on we that can too. affect change a whole lot more locally than we can nationally, right? You know, right now. You can, and and, and it's amazing what you can do even at the national level. But you're right, and and, and oftentimes. Your local and state leaders are people who are actually in your same churches and restaurants. Right. And yeah, they're the accessible, malls. so we can talk to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so right. True. 
All right, Boomer, take us to a break, man. All right, here we go. Round one, Boomer McQueen <laughs> for, for the second episode of Boomer McQueen. That's not bad. You guys were I like, like it. I just like ask questions. Y'all just like pounced, both of you. All right, folks, you Phil were Williams. ready for that first one. <laughs> right Side Radio, Phil Williams. Y'all stay tuned. Boomer McQueen, we'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Hey, listen, uh, we, we're doing Boomer McQueen right now, and it's it's, it's like blowing me away. But uh, now's the time we flip the script. You guys ask me a question, any question. I sit almost in fear and trepidation as to what questions <laughs> you're going to ask. So, so last time you asked me something that uh, kind of caught me off guard almost. So oh, yeah, if you were president for the day, I basically. Know. Yeah. Well, uh, I got. I, okay, going I'm, first. I'm thinking one. Yeah, right, oh, but also, can I just let the audience know our website video is down. It'll be up, hopefully, momentarily. You can check out YouTube or Facebook to see the live video stream. All right. Just so people know that as well. But my question for you. For me? Yes, for you. So we haven't really heard much about North Korea or China lately. Yeah. Um, But I saw an article on Fox talking. Which is good, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I saw an article on Fox talking about, like, uh, you know, they're backing, North Korea is backing Russia. And how it's really important on that battlefront, um, you know, that Ukraine wins. It's like a global importance. But um, what are your thoughts on like North Korea continuing to build their nuclear arsenal? They're getting more bold by flying drones into South Korea. I mean, will we see them get more bold this year? And, you know, what is the administration going to do about it? Oh, wow. Okay, was that one question or nine? Did that you was have, just, you can just you answer it in one. question over here? I mean, I'm like taking notes over here on all those questions. I mean, I was just going to ask, how do you like your steak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so North Korea. First of all, uh, North Korea is like the petulant, spoiled child on the world stage constantly. Um, and when they say they're backing Russia, uh, that's their way of stomping their feet and having a fit because they didn't get what they wanted from the United States. Um, it's also their way of trying to signal that they're they're important and we should pay attention to them because what they say and do, mm-hmm. well, you should you should care because they are literally the snowflake of the world. Um, but <laughs> they're a snowflake with nuclear weapons. So don't let me try to play that down to the extent that it doesn't matter. Mm. All right. So on the world stage, I think what you're going to see more of with uh, with uh, North Korea is more petulance, uh, more posturing. Uh, they're going to do things that bother people it's kind of like it's kind of like having the spoiled kid in the class who won't quit talking it's kind of like having a spoiled kid in the lunchroom who throws his food um you know or or the or the kid on the on the playground that uh gets mad when he's not included in the games Mm. um all that to say the kid has nuclear weapons (laughs) so i do think you're going to continue to see them doing things like trying to get the biden administration's attention by launching missiles into the sea of japan um, they're going to they're going to continue doing things like flying drones across the uh, the southern uh, border into South Korea. 
They're going to continue doing things like posturing that they mean something to Russia. Russia could care less. Um, uh, but China sort of keeps them tamped down. Okay. So as we're looking at that part of the world, they're also a distraction. So as we worry about, you know, Taiwan, uh, that's if you see increased activity by North Korea, uh, watch for it being a distraction from what's happening with Taiwan. Mm. All right, what's your question? Ooh. I like my steak medium rare. <laughs> medium rare, good. that's a good answer. Sometimes I call it medium plus, but you know. Okay. Um, um, what was your? What you have a real question? What was your real question? That was I that was a real question. That's important <laughs> stuff. That's how I like how I form an opinion about someone. Uh, my dad always made the best steaks too. By the way, he he did. He had a, he had a T bone down to an art. Mm. Um, and something Yum. about the way he seasoned it, it was like the best steak I ever ate. This guy's um, pretty darn good at. Oh, the boom! Yep. I, mm-hmm. I do love grilling all right stupidest story of the week <laughs> all right so that's the other piece we used to always do with copper and the Birdman. then we did it with boomer and the Birdman. we wrapped the segment up with what's the stupidest story of the week that you guys have found in your cycle through the news i'm going with you first mcqueen what do you got you got the okay, look on your face well, like you're excited about this one well because i think i think it's funny but i don't know if it's the stupidest but <laughs> it was and it wasn't just this week it was like a couple weeks ago but it's still really funny okay so um the tennis player. Tennis player. No. Hold on. Did you forget it? Right, hold on. Golfer, not <laughs> tennis player. Golfer. Okay. <laughs> they were they were they were polo shirts, you know. Okay, so the golfer, um, Scott Stallings. Yes. So there's two Scott Stallings. And so the master's invitation was sent to the wrong Scott Stallings. <laughs> and so just like a couple weeks, this is like two weeks ago, the wrong Scott Stallings um, like sent an Instagram message or something to the real one to let him know that he had received the master's invitation <laughs> and he was going to mail it to him. And so, I don't know, I just thought that like... He's a he's a pro golfer. He's famous, and they sent it to some random person that had the same name. Uh, you know, wow. when I was in the legislature, we had two Phil Williamses, one in the House and one in the Senate. And, oh, that's and some of the funniest stories I had out of my eight years in Montgomery were when people would would get mad at him and send me the email. Uh, and I'd go, "Sorry, wrong, <laughs> wrong guy." One. That's fun. Uh, well, I think I have the the stupidest. All right, stupidest. What yes. You got? Uh, so there in Florida, there were some burglars. That called nine one one to what? get help. I saw this too. Hey, let me let me let me don't steal my thunder. <laughs> so so <laughs> they called nine one one to get help moving the stuff out of the house they were burglarizing. Shut up. <laughs> yep. They called nine one one and up. the deputies thought it was a joke at first, but then they figured out, oh no, it's definitely no, not a joke. That is not and real. That can't be happening. The lady said, Yeah, we called nine one one for the purpose of having law enforcement help us help them move their belongings from the house. They were burglarizing. Well, they did help them. They helped them get all the stuff in and then they took them to jail. <laughs> I- this one, there's a special website. They also wanted to help. Uh, they wanted them to take them to the airport too. Apparently, oh, shut up! They were trying to get out <laughs> to of the country. Away. This is <laughs> so that that would. Uh, that there's, was really you know funny. what? There's uh, there's some people just too dumb to live, in my opinion. <laughs> they yeah, they are under the influence of some. All right, stupidest story of the week. I'm going to go ahead and give you that one. Uh, it's not a participation trophy. I'm going to say you won that outright. Yeah. yeah. No participation trophy here. And me and Scott Stallings will get a participation trophy. Uh, then. That's right. You you thank you for being a part of the today's events. All right, Boomer McQueen. Love you guys both. Appreciate what you do for this show. And, uh, yeah, we'll have you back next week. Be back soon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
all you right side ruffians out there, you are listening to Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right.